Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hey, it's Kirk Lowe here from Top Advisor Marketing. Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Today is our 200th episode, and I thought I would change it up a little bit by being the intro voice that you hear. It's normally Matt Halloran. Matt's on the call today with us, and he's going to start talking about all the things that we have learned. And we both have very unique perspectives, but we're going to talk about all the things that we've learned doing this many podcasts. Now, the truth is, is this is Matt's 200th with Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. It's probably about my 40th or 50th, but we had done more before. So um, a little different um, as far as how much experience we've had. But, um, man, we've learned so much, eh, Matt? We really have. I mean, I, I it still blows me away that that you and I have been doing this this long. And, and you know, the fact that we did about 50 that we dumped before uh, we ever started this podcast with this focus we, we've really done a lot of podcasts, and, and just as a company, you know, we're creeping up on almost a thousand podcasts produced since we uh, opened the doors on on this product. So I think we really have learned a lot. Absolutely. So there's there's learning that happens on the technical side. There's learning that happens on the how to be good at this. Uh, there's learning that's happening on the marketing side. Um, there's probably some, you know, just being a better communicator, maybe life side. So why don't you dive into some of the things that you've learned over um, this uh, 200 episodes? Well, thank you. And I'm probably going to be a lot more focused on the what it's like to be a host and the systems and the processes that that we've built uh, because this is my day-to-day job. And, and the first thing that I have realized, and I think you're right when it comes to life lessons, is patience is key. And so is practice, right? Every single solitary time I'm on the microphone, I'm always trying to find something that I can learn and do better. Uh, that's just kind of who I am. And, and Kirk, I know that's part of who you are to your core, that we're always trying to to improve. But practice makes perfect, or at least practice makes much better. Uh, listening back to some of the first podcasts that we did, I've I made so many errors, right? I just hosting errors that I, I try very very hard not to make uh, anymore. But I I hope it's made me a better communicator. Um, I hope that it's made me a better listener. Uh, I hope that it's allowed our clients to get their voice out into the marketplace in a very easy and convenient manner with podcast hosts that are just there to make them look really good. I th- I think that's. That's a really big learning experience that, that I've had. I know you have to work very hard at that with me. Well, <laughs> you're, gosh, if we went back and we uncovered the first 50 we did that we dumped, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, where you have come uh, has been exponentially greater. And part of it is awareness, right? Uh, you know, one of the other big things that I've learned is setting key expectations or, or, or setting very clear expectations is such a must. And Kirk, you never hear any of these, but but I've got scripts that I do with every single solitary podcast guest, especially on the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. For those who've been on the podcast, you've heard those scripts, setting very clear expectations. Um, 
And I, I, and you know what the expectations are, and it's fun because you rise to those expectations. That's what most people do when you set clear expectations, whether it's professionally or personally or in relationships. People understand what they expect of you, and so therefore they're going to be that much better. Uh, one of my favorite expectations that I said is, if you've been talking too long, you probably have been. I think this is a great life lesson, not only a great lesson when you're behind the mic. And most people laugh at that, uh, and then they realize when they have been talking too long, and I'm hoping that they implement that even more in their life. Yeah, it's just like parenting. Mm-hmm. You, when you're scolding your kid, you got to know when to stop. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't you know, know why that came to mind, but <laughs> you have a couple of teenagers. Yeah. And well, then you know, ones, but. Setting those clear expectations with your kids, too, Kirk, that's, that's like super, super important. The next thing that I really learned is it's all about sound quality. We are always looking at new mic setups, new mastering setups, new new ways to record, because it's very distracting when you don't have the clearest sound. Uh, you know, we do things remotely. We're interviewing people all over the United States and in Canada, even Australia, and, and sometimes even in Europe. And if we don't have a good connection, it's almost impossible to take care of that uh, in post-production. Yeah, which is interesting because people think that you can buy a half-decent microphone. I mean, you can buy a half-decent microphone and have good sound, but you can also have, you know, bad bandwidth. So there's a, there's a number of factors, and I know that we've learned a lot from that. You know, we've switched providers. Um, we've learned other things. You know, you know, don't be using your your computer to do other activities while you're you're recording a podcast, things like that. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of little bumps there, and we've improved that a lot in a short amount of time. Well, in a short amount of time, because you know, when when this is your you know one of your main products, you want to make sure that the the quality is super good. One one of the things that we've really learned is you shouldn't be using a computer on Wi-Fi. It should be hardlined into your internet. Uh, your upload speed, download speed, isn't what you ever worry about. It's the upload speed. And you need to have a very robust upload speed. And the only way that you ever get that is to be hardwired in. When we made that change, especially internally for all of us here who host podcasts and who record podcasts, uh, everything on our end was was much better. Yeah, can you explain that for for our listeners? The difference, you know, the the redundancy. I think is the big part of that, isn't it? It is the redundancy, and it's the consistency. So it's those two things put together. The idea that. Uh, Wi-Fi, you're generally fighting with anything else that's in your home or your office uh, that is going to take up bandwidth. When you're hardwired in, you are the only thing that's taking up that line, that level of frequency, that level of bandwidth. And so that's why it's so powerful. Yeah, but you're not just talking about internet connection. You're talking about, um, I'll, I'll explain it my own. Oh, sure. The way I understand it, so our listeners can, can comprehend it, at least the ones who think like me, which is that, when you're recording over VoIP, over the internet, right? You are, you're also, there's, a, if the bandwidth struggles, the, you're going to, you're, the connection's going to struggle, right? And the audio's going to struggle. But the tools that we use now record locally and remotely at the same time. So that if there's a little bit of loss over the internet, there's no loss locally which means your quality is going to be great. Now, if it's so bad that you can't have a comp- carry a conversation on with the other person, then that's a problem. But it usually doesn't last that long anyway. 
Um, so that's that's how I would explain that. I'm yeah. maybe we're talking apples and oranges here. No, we're talking apples and apples. That's that's absolutely another a really good point is being able to record locally, uh, so that we don't have to worry about the quality of what's being broadcast over the internet. That it's directly onto your computer. One of the other things that we've learned is we needed to create a lot more processes. So not only do I have all of these scripts that I and the voice talents here at Top Advisor Marketing use, but also like podcast guests, people don't understand the amount of work and research that we do to prepare for guests, um, which is really funny because a lot of times I'll do a whole bunch of research and then I'll try very hard to forget it because I don't want any preconceived notions really going into the podcast. I try to go into a an interview with very, very open and clear eyes to hopefully uncover something uh, that either I didn't learn or wasn't on their bio or the internet or their LinkedIn profiles or Facebook or Twitter, just so that we can uh, have that uh, that feeling of uh, exploration together. And I, I really enjoy that. But we've created systems. We've got forms now that our podcast guests fill out. Um, we do a lot more vetting of our podcast guests now, just because we want to make sure that we're maintaining the quality that we've had over these 200 episodes. Great stuff. You don't realize how much time it takes to get really good at something. But what has been really interesting is that even from the get-go, I've felt like the quality of the podcast that we've done because of your background um, has, we've been at it, we've hit a pretty good level right out of the gate. And I know that's really important. I think most advisors are kind of terrified of starting a podcast because they don't want to, you know, kind of slowly work into it. Uh, which is why I think it's really important for them to have a, a podcast partner, if you will, mm-hmm. somebody who can help you get there quicker. Some people are just naturally great at talking. They can figure that stuff out. Um, but there are a lot of other things other than just being great at talking to pull off a good podcast. But anyway, um, any, any thoughts on that? Well, and I think you're absolutely right. This is a slow burn. Uh, and, and I think that's something that people don't really understand. And I also don't necessarily think that it should be in the same uh, blanket category as like seminars when it comes to marketing. Having a great podcast is a, is a client communication and prospecting tool. I think if you look at it that way, you know, communication has fundamentally changed and you have to communicate to your clients in the medium in which they use and prefer when they're there. And uh, some people, that's podcasts. Some of them, that's videos. Some of that's blogging. Some of that's social media posts. And and we've found that this, using something that advisors use every single solitary day, which is to just talk to somebody, uh, is the best medium for that. And all of this culminated, Kirk, into something that I think this is the first podcast that I'm talking about this. But because of everything that we've learned and everything that Kirk is going to talk about, what he's learned in, in podcasting, uh, we're actually distilling into a book. And uh, very, very soon, uh, we're going to have this book uh, out to the marketplace, and it's basically going to be uh, about how to use podcasting to, to grow your business, how to be a great podcast host, and everything that you need to know to just be an overall better communicator. And I'm super excited about uh, working on that. I work on that uh, every single solitary morning, seven days a week. So we'll see how that turns out. Yep, that's good. I, I, the book's going to be, um, I'm, I'm glad that you're inspired to write it. And, um, you know, I'm going to contribute any way I can to extracting all that wonderful stuff in your uh, big melon. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, it's melon switching time because I, 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 I have your list here, dude. I'm really excited to see what, uh, 
find out a little bit smaller. I'm not not afraid to admit that. (laughs) All right. What have you learned over the, over the last, uh, well, 24 months or 200 episodes? Yeah. I I think the big thing is that like in anything that you do in marketing or anything that you do that you're investing in, a lot of stuff takes time to get the result that you want. And you've got to be prepared to commit yourself to that and make it happen. I mean, that's, that's a big one. So I find that people have in their minds this idea that I, I'll give something three months or six months to work. And, you know, all of our podcasts, you know, clients and people that we talk to about it know that it's going to be, you know, it's a, a longer cycle than that. Uh, but I think that's in a lot, that's part of people's psyche with marketing is that I can, you know, I need to get, you know, things aren't going great. I think that's another problem too, is people ramp up their marketing when they really need it and they don't do it when they don't need it. I never really thought of it that way, actually, Hmm. but plan ahead. Like, you know, market 24 months. I know that sounds crazy, but before you need it, like, you know, Oh, I'm doing really, really well. I really don't need to invest anything. Uh, Okay. I know when you do, we won't be right for you because you're going to need a quick fix, right? You're going to need, and there's, there's things that you can do to try to do that, but you spend a lot of money for you know, trying to get it up to speed. And I find lots of people that's have a lot of heartache with that, if that makes sense. Well, it doesn't in the advisors that we have worked with uh, for, for many, many years, you know, before, you know, 2009 happened, uh, they were already stepping things up because they thought that something could happen and they opened up these communication portals. And because of that, when they're, when, when the market did have issues, their clients were already plugged into their communication and their marketing to the point where, you know, I had clients, Kirk, that they weren't getting inbound phone calls because they did such a great job of proactive communication. This is the ultimate proactive communication in my mind. Yeah. I mean, the other thing about doing stuff in, in short order Right. I need, you know, I, it's kind of the, 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 well, the prospect, well, the pipeline's dried up. I need to get this thing started again. I got, you know, I got to get stuff rolling here in the next couple of months. And is that it's, it's a lot of, it really steals all your focus to get restarted all the time. And then when those people, when, you, if you do attract those people to whatever your message is, they haven't really experienced it for very long. So you're, there's a lot of work to do to sell to them. So it's a, it's a way different, it's not, it's a lead versus a relationship. I've talked, we've talked a lot about that on this show. And I think leads are tough on people. It's really tough to be on to sell all the time. Uh, some people naturally, you know, more successful than others at it for whatever reason. Um, but maybe it's their pheromones. Who knows? But um <laughs> Somebody was talking about that the other day, so it was on my mind. Anyway, uh, crazy, um, you know, I think just planning ahead and just being good at marketing for a long time, there's more rewards in that. Um, build a better business. Um, you're you're not just going to go crazy, you know, one quarter and then, you know, use up all your energy, money, that kind of stuff. So that's yeah, really important. Um, I find it, you know, to that extent or to that end, you you can't start and stop all the time either. So even if you're doing good marketing, but you're stopping it and you know, this has happened to me over the years, you know, being a marketing guy, it's happened to me too. 
um, which is you get on a great roll, you get really busy, you say, I don't have any time for marketing right now. Things are going really good. And you stop producing that blog post or that podcast, or you're not as active on LinkedIn. And it takes a lot longer to get to build that momentum back up again than it did the amount of time you stopped. So it's less work to keep it going than it is to stop and rebuild, if that makes sense. It does. It does make sense. Yeah. People don't aren't as engaged when they don't think you're as committed. It's just the way it is. Plus you're you're not as top of mind, right? Well, this is a great way to show that level of commitment, right? That you're going to put out content, you know, a couple of times a month uh, and then be active on social, you know, a good couple of times a week. Uh, that That is something that people look for. They they want that social proof that you have an investment in educating your clients uh, and providing them with really good information. Yeah, I think a lot of advisors are, are nervous or about, or any company, you know, in the financial service industry, or it's either thinking about doing a podcast, are nervous that people won't be attracted to what they have to say. Yeah, but if, if you prepare, if you if you know your stuff, if if you're a salesperson and you don't know how much, you're gonna you're potentially gonna struggle unless you're bringing another a lot of other experts, which means you're not positioning yourself as the expert, right? You can you can be the expert. You got to be the expert at least fifty percent of the time. I talked about that in social media too, right? At least 50% of the time, you got to be sharing stuff that's your thought leadership, right? Your ideas. And then other people's, you can add to what they had to say. Sometimes just share them, sometimes add to it. Um, but um, people will engage, you know, you when you're, when you're bringing good ideas. And, and advisors are scared about that. But if you know your stuff, there's, you're going to have, you got to have an audience. You got to work hard to find that audience, right? I mean, it, you don't need to have a thousand people listening to your podcast every episode. If it's 50 and they're high quality people, that's beautiful. In fact, that can be way better than a thousand because you get a thousand people and 95% of them aren't, um, which doesn't really work out to be much different, does it? But that's a lot of potential people that, that you're working at trying to get, listen to your podcast that may not be any value to you. So, right. you know, ideal audience is, is huge. And so don't be too crazy to go try to build, just to build an audience in general. You know, build an audience of people that you really want to, you know, have the opportunity to work with and you want to have the opportunity to educate them. Um, that's really huge. And preparation is really critical to having a good podcast too. I mean, you, you we don't have to kill yourself um, every episode. You certainly don't want to have a script so you want to just have an outline we've talked about before, but be, but if you're prepared, um, it makes this, the podcast go really smoothly. You can always fill in the gaps with stories. Um, but if we didn't, if I didn't have an outline, I probably already seem sometimes like I'm all over the place. I would be all over the place. <laughs> right. So, um, anyway, I feel like I've been talking a long time and I'm only third of the way through my list. Well, but all of those are fantastic. You can't unring the bell, right? You got to keep rolling. Uh, when you start it, you don't want to stop it, even when things are going well. You know, and I love the preparation thing, especially because it does keep most of our clients on track. When when we're preparing for a podcast or when we're uh, doing our, our, our podcast coaching and our podcast training, we help them create the mind maps that you and I use in order for them to be, uh, to, to at least follow trains of thought. Everybody chases rabbits. That's not a problem. But I think this next point that you have down here 
is is super important because well, why don't you say what this next point is, and then I, then I, I want to add something to that if that's okay. Well, it's funny because I just I just said I think I only done about a third of my list, and I realized I already answered most of the rest of the list in my first couple because I keep talking. <laughs> so, but I think the one you're thinking about is that marketing is way better when it's fun, right? And I, I know for most people, they're like, fun. What are you talking about? Well, podcasting is fun. I, you know, Matt and I are business partners, but we're, we're friends on this podcast too, right? And we enjoy, um, you know, being around each other and talking and learning from each other and bantering. But uh, so marketing is better when it's fun, no doubt about that. Um, but it's more fun to be yourself, to try to laugh. And that was something I, I had to get better at doing when I started because I was a little bit stiff if you remember. And I just wanted to click out the points, right? I just want to snap point, point, point. You know, people are, if people are here, what they really want to know is not hear me laugh or, or hear me be myself. What they really want to know is what do I know? What do I know that's going to help them in their business? And no doubt that nobody's showing up unless I'm given that. But uh, I think when you serve it up, with a little bit of yourself, it's more endearing. And I think that's a really great place to be, you know, on your podcast and you got to and, and um, find a way to get there. If that makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. And, and we don't want you to be something that you're not on podcasts. We want you to be you because this is the introduction uh, to many people of, of who you are, how you speak, your energy level, how you, uh, you know, how much you're, how emotional you are, how unemotional you are, you know, people connect with different people. And this is one of the reasons why I think Kirk, you and I have a good business partnership, but also from a building a company, because you and I approach things very differently. And there are some people who are going to, you know, really attract themselves a lot more to your personality. And there's going to be other people who are attracted to my personality. When we're doing podcasts with our clients and with our guests, we have personalities all over the place. We've got pretty dry people, and we've got wildly, you know, uh, bodacious, uh, you know, uh, gre- uh, just super fun, uh, gregarious, just all sorts of uh, uh, energy, and we have everything in between, and that's why there can be really good balance there, uh, and that's why I think our podcast has done as well as it has is because, you know, we're kind of a yin and yang here, brother. I think... If, if most of most people listening to this podcast, if you think about the people that you work with, my guess is most of them are similar to to who you are. Like that, you you tend to connect with people who have similar energy sets than you, right? I think so, and I think that advisors get on the podcast and that's what they're pushing out there. But I do think that um, for the advisors, for people that we're working with. There's quite a number of them that can, you know, can, that are still working on trying to get there, and um, but it's a, it's a fun place to be to be feel like your your business and everything is is your personality, and so I hope everybody you know takes that one to heart. And uh, whether you're starting you know thinking about starting a podcast or already doing one, that's it's, that's probably one of the most important lessons I think. All right. What else do you have? What What is a uh, anything else that you've learned over these two hundred? Well, I've already probably stated it uh, briefly, but it's really important um, 
to realize that you don't have to sell when you're on a podcast because education is way more effective, right? As a sales tool, um, especially over the long term. And when people come in and say, you know, I already know all about you, what you do, you know, your, your philosophies, well, I, I like everything. Just, you know, how do we, how do we work? You know, what does it look like? That's a much better place than go and do an, um, go and do in the kind of marketing where you get leads and you have to explain everything and you're trying to sell and you're working really hard. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just not, it's not as good a place as, as the, as the former, right? Yep. Um, another one, um, for me, this, this long-term marketing approach, content, thought leadership, uh, for me, podcasting's a perfect, it's the perfect medium for me. I don't do as well on video. And I'll be honest, I've not seen many advisors that when I see them on video, I think they're really killing it. And I know we're talking about, you know, I just said out of one side of my mouth, be yourself. And the other one, I'm saying, well, being yourself on video isn't cutting it. <laughs> but there's a way more elements going on in video. There's body language, facial expression. Uh, there's just your natural look, right, um, that you're always got to work with. And then there's lighting, um, and then there's, you know, you know, in a podcast, I can look at the screen, what I'm going to say next, and you're not going to look at me and say, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He looked at the screen. But when you're on a video, you see all the stuff. That stuff, I just want somebody to talk right into the, look right into the, the camera and do their thing. And here, I just have to speak into the mic. So I find that a lot easier. And for me, that's why this is the best investment I've made in my business. Because podcasting, you know, we don't just do it for people. We do it for people because of the experience that we started having with it and, and what we were blown away with. And it just keeps getting, just keeps growing. So for me, this is, you know, long-term investment-wise, this has been the best thing I've done. You know, I've had success, you know, seminars, webinars, um, um, some, some with email, um, I've had some social successes, you know, many years ago, um, doing that too, but this one has a longevity to it, an intimacy and, and it's, it's, it's fun. It's probably easier to implement because we've got a big team and I'm not doing all the little stuff, you know, getting lost in the details, which isn't my favorite thing to do. I'm sure there's a lot of people saying hear ye that agree with that. Um, so you know, that's why one of the reasons I think it's been the best marketing investment that I've for myself that I've made for, for us. Oh, it's a pretty low cost of entry too. I mean, besides the team, right? I mean, you've got uh, you know, a good microphone and, and, you know, potentially a mixer, uh, free software for, for, for editing. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah. It's it's unbelievable how how easy it is to get it started, but once you start it and you start gaining a following, that's when you need to pay you know a lot closer attention to your overall production quality. I'll say so, that one of the biggest we're kind of off of what we learned, but um, one of the biggest objections I hear, and I don't, it's not all the time, but when I do hear it, uh, is that it's really the cost of outsourcing marketing. And it blows my mind because when most advisors that I've ever worked with, and we've wor I've worked with a lot of marketing assistants, and I've worked with some some good ones, and I've worked with some ones who are really not marketing assistants or really admin. 
I've not met anybody who knows what most marketing companies would know and can implement. And advisors look at the cost to implement. What they don't think about is the cost of them having their own team not implement very well, do a bunch, you know, be unfocused, doing a bunch of other things, and not getting them to where they need to go. And it blows my mind sometimes. And I think this is really good for everybody to listen to because um, sometimes outsourcing can be the cheapest way, you'd ever, most successful way you'd ever get something accomplished. And um, I think everybody has to, even when you're thinking about your business, think about like a business owner. Um, it's really hard sometimes as a business owner to think of spending you know this much outside versus this much inside. There's something about spending it inside your company, like you, you feel like you have control, but there's you know, it's more people to manage. Uh, it's 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 a full salary. It's a big commitment, right? It's a, it's a bigger commitment than outsourcing from a from a salary standpoint and all those things. Um, I think those are huge things to think about. Um, I'm way off topic, so maybe we cut that out. Maybe we don't. Well, but that is definitely something that we've learned. I mean, we we've even worked with outsourcing and insourcing and outsourcing again, and we've we've settled on outsourcing because we know what we know and we know what we're good at, and we would rather pay for somebody who, you know, is going to do things high quality. Uh, you know, we're entirely capable. In fact, we've got six, pe- five people on our team who can edit podcasts. But we outsource our editing to a local company because that's all they do, right? They have all of the tools and all of the plugins and all of the mastering stuff. You really do need to look at that, and and you know how much is that's it going to be intricate skill? So it is, and you know, so that kind of talent is a little different than everything else. But that's the only thing that we yeah. actually outsource there, and we outsource for a company. We outsource our all of our HR. Mm-hmm. legal all of our legal uh the new legal firm law firm that we've hired have uh, been been fantastic um and you know so we have to do accounting all that so we don't have internal people for all that so which is lots of advisors are probably in the same boat with most of those things um, yeah, i don't know yeah. <laughs> hr hr is an interesting one because we just don't want to spend time having somebody you know learn it or yeah, that one made a lot of sense for us. Yeah, that was super awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say it's I wouldn't say it's not expensive, but it's definitely not inexpensive either. But yeah. um, all right, man. Closing thoughts. What do you got? Uh what what else do you want to tell everybody about uh, our two hundredth episode and and really what we've learned? Um I still I'm really looking forward to hitting three hundred, four hundred. I know that much. I, I know that I wanna be part of more episodes than not. You know, if, if I'm one out of every four now, it, or five, it'd be, you would like to get to one out of every four, every three. Um, but we do a lot of episodes. We do. And you also want to make sure you don't run out of intelligent things to say. Yeah, guests really help us with that. Yeah, hopefully I'm not. Hopefully I haven't hit that threshold yet. But I, I guess our listeners will ultimately be the, the uh, <laughs> ones who decide that. Well, and in, in my my closing thought here is is uh, you just got to stick to it, right? You any sort of marketing that you do, you need to do it, rain or shine, feast or famine. Uh, it's just cost of doing business. Uh, this is the most powerful client communication tool that I've ever seen uh, because it's so consistent. Uh, it allows people to really get to know who you are and really what makes you tick. And and when you do outsource it to a company that knows advisors. 
who's lived in this space, you know, cumulatively for about 50 years in total with everybody who's on our team, you know, we, we, we've got your back. We, we understand what your concerns are. Uh, we've had some amazing calls with some compliance companies who've been super happy about what we do and the systems that we've built because it really truly is a turnkey program. So Kirk, I definitely think that you need to be on the podcast uh, more and more. The, the goal here is uh, for us to continue to, to tell people great marketing ideas and how they can grow their business by using proven marketing techniques and always have uh, yeah. super happy to have you on the show. I got another point, Dad. You know how people are always, when we say keep going with something, like be committed and dedicated and stick to it, I think sometimes that in some, in some people's minds that rings like this kind of set it, forget it, or you know, is the same strategy going to work two years from now? And the truth is, is when, when you talk about committing to something, it doesn't mean that's not going to evolve. And you got to be acute to how you're going to adjust as you go. So you, you have to be, you have to be bought in, you know, how can you be a better podcaster is, you know, like, like right now we're working on another adjustment to get better, which is, uh, those little videos, you know, creating these little video, I don't want to call it video animations, text animations based on on uh, the summary of the podcast so that a video, like a 30-second video will go out in social media versus versus us just saying, hey, our new podcast is ready. So we're always, we're always adjusting, and you'll have to do the same thing for yourself no matter what marketing you're doing. You're always looking for a way to tweak and get better. I think that which I should have mentioned a lot earlier is probably one of the biggest things about podcasting. What we're doing here too. One of, one of the things we've learned the most about is how do you tweak, how you get it out there, what you talk about, what people really get excited about, you know, what, what names of titles, how you create summaries, all those little things. Right. And there was our, there's some wonderful nuances there. I suspect having Lisa on, to talk about all the things that she's learned that we're doing to oh yeah that, that our guests can do on their own to make podcasting better would probably be a good podcast to have as well. Might be super fun. Yeah. She was great the last time she was on the podcast. All right, brother. Well, let's we're gonna go ahead and wrap this puppy up. Yep. Again, dude. Thanks, man. Have a great day, buddy. All right. If you have not subscribed, click that subscribe now button below. And also, if you know somebody who really does need to hear this, just click the share button. But, you know, I'm going to take a quick page out of Gary Vanderchuk's book. Uh, it's all about content multiplication. And when you can find a medium like we have here at Top Advisor Marketing and doing our own podcasts, where we use our podcast to create, you know, hundreds of social media posts across platforms every single solitary month, it really does make a big difference. If you know how to do it or you can work with somebody who does know how to do it, you can take a small amount of your time and turn it into a very, very powerful marketing and communications machine. If you know anybody who should be on the podcast, all you have to do is email me at matt at topadvisorm.com or if you have any topic suggestions, we'll be more than happy to talk to you about it. So for everybody here at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Hallern and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. 
click on the contact us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.